right, today's edition of Tap Out Talk, we've got free agents that are looking to be signed in the world of pro wrestling. We also have some more movie news and talk on today's episode of Tap Out Talk. Let's get right in. The first topic I want to cover, Daniel Bryan, the American Dragon, is a free agent. That's right. Bryan Danielson, also known as Daniel Bryan's contract, has expired with the WWE. What does this mean? Where do we go? Only one person knows, and that is Daniel Bryan. Right now, from from reports coming out, is the WWE let Daniel Bryan's contract expire, and now he's got a bidding war. WWE is throwing a lot of money at him, and AEW is on the other side of him throwing a lot of money at him, and nobody knows where he's actually going to end up signing. Uh, Daniel's not saying anything at all, or he's given no indication that he will be with one company and loyal to that one company. Uh, WWE right now is offering him a backstage role, but I think Daniel does want to wrestle still on a part-time. So I think they're trying to find out what he wants and what he would need. If you're AEW, they're able to accommodate Daniel quite a bit. So here's what I look at. Daniel had a good run in the WWE, but he's not a, I've never, nobody ever viewed him as a long-time WWE guy, even though he's had a WWE moment. Um, and he succeeded kind of outside of WWE, came here and made it. And he could leave and still do just as good. AEW is a nice option. And he would do extremely well in AEW. He'd be able to wrestle the schedule he wanted, be in some nice high-profile matches. Um, I would love to see what Daniel Bryan could do with Cody Rhodes. And I would love to see what Daniel Bryan could do with um, maybe even a match with Darby Allen and Sting. Um, point is Daniel Bryan has options in AEW and those options do allow him to wrestle where the WWE seems to be like wanting to squash his popularity. Um, they did give him a nice push this last WrestleMania season, but I think that was to try to sneak him into trying to resign with them. So my money's on unless Daniel just doesn't want to wrestle anymore at all. He could stay with the WWE. But if he still wants to be a competitor, my money's on he's going to go to AEW. Um, I want you to think back. The last wrestler that did this, that just let his contract naturally expire and didn't say anything to anyone anyhow, was named Dean Ambrose. And as he left and shedded the Dean Ambrose name, big surprise, he went to AEW as John Moxley. And he's done very well back then. I think John Moxley and Daniel Bryan could have a hell of a match too. So, Daniel Bryan, free agent, how can this happen? Does the WWE not care? Are they baiting AEW? Or does AEW really just got in, in Daniel Bryan's ear and they want him? Remember, they did report back and they said, you would be surprised that some of the names we're talking to and continually talking to about contracts coming up. So, I believe there could be a spot at AEW for Daniel Bryan. Let's move on to the next story. Tessa Blanchard, the daughter 
of the legendary Four Horsemen, Tully Blanchard. Tessa is a, a really good female wrestler. She is a former TNA World Champion. And I'm not talking the Women's Championship. She is a former TNA World Men's Champion. She was the, one of the last ones to hold that belt and actually then left the company and kind of held the company hostage with the belt a little bit and just walked out due to some locker room issues. So one of the things we got to look at here is Tessa's contract is expired and where will Tessa end up? For me, I think there's three options. Tessa, option number one, Tessa goes back to TNA, Impact Wrestling. So one reason I don't think that will work is she burned some very bad bridges when she left. And I just don't see her being welcomed back into the industry that easily. I think they look at her as a little too bit of untrustful and as a loose cannon a bit. So, um, But the fact she could go storyline-wise and go back and claim her title and all is good and have some good heel heat. But I don't think it's realistic. You don't burn a company and hold them hostage for their belt and make you pay it back unless they pay you and you're not giving the belt back. You don't do all that unless you want to never go back there again. Option two for Tessa Blanchard, AEW. Tessa could go to AEW. It would be a really good fit. Her father, Tully Blanchard, is a manager of one of the best stables in AEW, the Pinnacle, with MJF. So I could see Tessa Blanchard being a part of the Pinnacle. And what better than to have in the Pinnacle than a diamond in the rough that is Tessa Blanchard. So yeah, I think her going with her father, working in the business, um, I believe Tessa would be an amazing fit for there. And the story with TNA and Impact Wrestling kind of writes itself because she's working for AEW, but yet she can still interact with TNA a little bit due to their partnership that they have. So I believe Tessa, this is the best option for Tessa, is to go AEW bound. Um, And her father is there to kind of help guide her along as well. So there is a third option, and that would be obviously the WWE. Um, The WWE would love to get their hands on Tessa for a couple reasons. One, to keep her away from AEW and having success. Two, they would love to have her to pair up with Charlotte Flair because now you have two horsemen's daughters in the same promotion. And I can't help but think that that would make a pretty cool tag team for the women's division. But if you're Tessa, the women's division is very weak on Monday nights. So I almost would like to see her go towards AEW and really just shine down there a little bit. But yes, Tessa Blanchard is an expired contract. She's living in Mexico, I believe now, with her husband. And I think he's a pair package with her and is looking to come with her too. Speaking of AEW, an AEW talent to WWE corporate says, No deal. That's right. Recent reports have come out that an AEW talent has been heavily scouted by the WWE after these roster cuts. And this talent finally had to tell them, no deal. I have no interest in joining your company. I love my job at AEW. And this girl who did this is none other than Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill is all elite. And all the way. Um, one of the things I noticed, she said on a podcast, she uh, was a heavily approached and she kept telling them, no, no, I'm not interested. And they really were pursuant of her. And then she's very proud of the fact that I said no deal and she meant it. 
So um, Jade is a, a good wrestler. She's well put together package. She's entertaining. Uh, she can go pretty decent in the ring. Um, she recently has given AEW a lot of mainstream attention with her program with Shaquille O'Neal, where they had the tag team manager type concept going. So having Shaq be in your backup and Jade Cardell getting into this with him, um, it's brought a lot of good attention to AEW. And so she's doing a good job down there. And I feel like Jade Cargill and um, Britt Baker, DDS, you know, they're starting to get a good little buildup in AEW of a couple women. I think adding a Tessa Blanchard to these kind of girls in that mix would help. Um, and also the guys in there as well. So good for you, Jade. Stick to what you're doing and enjoy your job. And AEW is where that is. Speaking of where it is, Eva Marie is back in the WWE. The ones that nobody asked for. The one that everybody cheered to leave is back in the WWE. But not only that, I've watched her promo videos. She is now a super role model. That's right. Not a supermodel, a super role model. So her gimmick now is that she wants to help people to get to stardom and be positive. And um, last time we seen her, we, you know, we thought she was maybe sniffing roses here. And that was going to be hand out by one of the other wrestlers and be the lady behind the rose. But it turns out that don't think that was the case. And now Eva Marie is a super role model. Her coming back is an interesting situation because the WWE just cut roster cut a lot of people. They just got rid of they just got rid of um, Mickey James, who is a very talented, long tenured veteran. And they also got rid of two up-and-comers with the Iconics. So you did all that to bring in a very less talented Eva Marie. Um, you guys might remember Eva Marie from Total Divas in those first seasons. Um, she came in and she was a fitness model. And she didn't know how to wrestle or anything. And they said, hey, we think we want you to wrestle. And to her credit, she did try to work pretty hard at it. But it just didn't fit, and they just she ended up botching some moves, and it just didn't look good, and so it wasn't a good fit. And the fans really didn't bring her back, and she wasn't a draw. So I'm, I will be interested to see what they do with Eva Marie. Um, I like the fact that Eva Marie's back because it does give me something fresh to look, you know look at on TV versus the same copy and paste girls. She does stick out in a unique way, so. I will watch to see what they do with her. So they're going to catch my attention for a couple weeks here. But if she gets in the wrestling ring, I'm going to be saying a chant, same old diva, same old diva, same old diva, named Eva. So that'll be her new chant, same old diva named Eva. If she does still not know how to wrestle and still doesn't know how to work a crowd and can almost cry if they boo her. So... Um, Diva, Eva, we wish you the best of luck and maybe it's in your future endeavors or here in the WWE. Let's move on. Another return happened last night on Monday Night Raw. Former WWE champion, the modern day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal, actually made his return to the WWE ring. Uh, Mahal has been injured for a while and... He had a pretty good stint with his world championship along with the Bollywood boys, 
or the Singh brothers that are in his corner. But this time he's coming with a different group and a couple guys that aren't as known um, like the Bollywood boys. So I don't know if they'll be added to his group or if they'll just go a little further with extra guys. But right now, um, Jinder Mohal back, you know, he is a guy that you can have go away for a while and come back and be in a match. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him in a match, honestly, with Drew McIntyre. I think him and Drew have history with three-man bands, so that might be an interesting way just to kind of seal that up and close the loop on that story. But welcome back, Jinder Mohal. We'll be interested to see what happens um, before you leave next time. Our next story, Randy Orton sleeps with a female wrestler. That's right. No wonder Mrs. Orton's, Randy's wife, gets so jealous at little Alexa Bliss. There's now reports coming out that Randy Orton has slept with a female wrestler. Um, And that female wrestler has come out and stated on a podcast that Randy slept with her. And that is uh, Diva Dawn Marie. Randy Orton has flat out said... When this report comes out, um, Don Marie also said that Randy slept with her when he was very young in the industry. And what happened was he did not have a hotel to stay at. And Don Marie, being the sweetheart she is, she felt bad for him. And then all of a sudden she said, well, I tell you what, Randy, you can stay in my hotel for tonight. And she looked at him and said, don't do anything stupid that's going to get us both fired. And he was a complete gentleman. And she said that he... Um, was well-mannered and they just had a decent talk and they both went to bed and Randy was very grateful to it. Guys, I know it's a little bit of a bit, uh, bait story here, but uh, Randy's, you know, I get the feeling is a pretty decent guy and pretty loyal guy to his wife. And, um, you know, even stories like this that pop up, you hear the interactions of Randy and it looks like Randy treats people pretty good and treats these ladies pretty good that he travels with or respects the business enough to do so. So um, that was a fun story by Dawn Marie. So technically, yes, she did sleep with Randy Orton, but it was in the sense of she was giving him a place to stay uh, so he would not have to sleep out in the car. So I applaud uh, her as well for helping out a fellow wrestler especially young in his career when Randy was a little bit younger. The Rock, Young Rock, Dwayne Johnson, has returned, has come back for season two. Um, NBC and Universal Peacock has confirmed that there will be a season two of Young Rock airing in the fall. So um, this means the show is doing really well. If you don't know about it, the show is a perspective through young rock growing up with his parents being in the wrestling business and just how he viewed the world and how things went he tells stories so basically um very entertaining and the rock is now already confirmed for a second season for a sitcom on this and we're looking forward to seeing more and finally our final story uh the mortal Kombat movie just came out recently on theaters and hbo max and i want to say as a really big mortal Kombat fan i was severely disappointed when there was no johnny cage there was multiple times in the movie i kept trying to figure out who was johnny cage because as i said there's no way you can't make a mortal Kombat movie without johnny cage and then at the very end oh i got a spoiler alert there was a teaser for a 
trailer poster for Johnny Cage and just showing his uh, hips and down with the belt buckle. And I immediately was like, ah, they got Johnny Cage. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's stupid. They had to use Johnny Cage to make me watch another one of these movies. So here's the thing. There's a casting call for Johnny Cage. And there is one WWE superstar. And that's why I'm talking about this on a wrestling channel. Who is up for the role to play Johnny Cage? And that man is no other than The Miz, Mike Mizanin. And why? Because he is The Miz and he is awesome. In all seriousness, yes. Um, when you look at The Miz character, you're going to see that, yeah, The Miz character really is Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. The movie character, movie actor turned fighter. That really is The Miz. That is The Miz's character. And if anything, I think Johnny Cage kind of maybe stole it from The Miz. But yeah, I think The Miz is a great fit for this um, character. He has acting experience. He's played in a, quite a few movies in the Marine series. So I would say The Miz could be in a casting call just because, not just because The Miz is a great actor, but really just because The Miz is good at playing the character of The Miz which is Johnny Cage. So I think it's going to it would be a really well pick and I'm looking forward to the Miz being Johnny Cage in the next Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, tell me what you guys think. So that's everything I had today. So I just want to get you a few quick hit stories and remember we're going to keep going, but it's not goodbye for today. It's game over. But you can't stay.